You're listening to the Super Expander Podcast. Align goals are pivotal for expansion. You don't need me to tell you that. But what happens when your flame weakens? What really happens when it totally goes out? Reignite Your Goals starts with awakening to the emotions that pull you further and further away. Letting go of your shame, denial, and frustration, and figuring out why your body is resisting your goals are the key to success. Regulate your nervous system, release the blocks, and reassess your path forward because your goals are ready to be reset and reignited. Hello, hello, super expanders. How are you feeling? How's your heart? How's your soul? And if this is your first time joining me, welcome to the Super Expander Show. My name is Corinne Phelps, and I'm your host. I'm so excited to be here, to be sharing this time and space with you. I have an exciting concept that I have just discovered inside of a book that I was reading. And I thought, It's not this like fully formed thing that I have been living and breathing that I'm bringing to you. It's actually a new concept that I am exploring. There are some, I would say, pieces that are not new to it, but it's, I I think I'm seeing it in a brand new light. And a lot of times I prefer to bring you things that I have fully embodied already so that I can share them. But I thought it might be fun to share this concept with you as I am starting to just immerse myself in it. And we'll dive into that in just a second. So part of, I think, why I'm really excited about this is I have been in a phase and place where I have been kind of like shedding and letting go of a lot of things. Some of it has been allowing me to remember who I am. Some of it has been expanding me into whom I want to be and whom I want to become. And I think those two things are in this constant dance with each other. And I think it has to be that way. At least this is my my lens and the way that I see development, growth, and, and evolution. And I think I had gotten to a place in space where I, even though I embody this principle of we hold the answers within us. And I teach that, I guide my clients to turn inward and find those answers within them. I had gotten a little off track and I was seeking and searching for so many answers that were, I was sort of outsourcing my power and and searching for answers outside of myself. And so I've definitely been on this journey recently of coming back to that, back into an alignment with myself, my desires, my wants, my highest self, the my pure essence, all of that. And inside of this, I have been doing a lot of reading and writing. Because those two things for me really start to spur new thoughts, critical thinking, actually opening up my mind to question, question deeper with these thoughts, these systems, these values, these models, and how they connect to me, how they connect to where I'm going, where I want to go, my purpose. And one of the funny things that I have been 
I don't know, coming back to is this idea that one, we don't just have one purpose. I think that the way that purpose is spoken about is oftentimes like there is this one end all be all thing that we are meant to be doing or meant to be building or meant to be seeking for. And I personally don't subscribe to that. I think that we have many purposes over the course of our lifetime. And sometimes we have a few purposes happening all at one one point. And the thing is, is that your purpose doesn't find you, you create your purpose. And that has been a big remembering for me. Like it's something that I had feel like I had such clarity on at one point that I knew that, that, and then somehow I started seeking for this purpose to show up like it was going to be bestowed on me. Like, oh, this is the thing you're meant to be doing. And the thing is, is that we create the thing that we're meant to be doing. If you are someone who is into human design, I am a generator and generators are very good at responding. And part of that is responding to things that light us up. And I somehow had really gotten off track with that. And so for for me, I am really lit up by learning and really diving deep on things that excite me and attract me. And then sharing that wisdom that I have that I have uncovered and the way that my mind and connects to it and the way that I have interpreted it and the way that I have questioned it and where I've ended up on the other side, this like critical thinking piece. And a few episodes back, uh, there was an episode where we were talking, I did an interview with Kelly Thompson and we were talking about confidence. She's an expert in confidence and this piece of something that's really coming up in the world of personal development and coaching, which is, you know, putting people on pedestals that it happens within our careers, it happens in building our business. And we're looking outside of ourselves and we're putting these people who are expanders for us or super expanders and putting them on a pedestal versus actually seeing ourselves as equal beings that this person potentially just has something that we can learn from. And the things that we learn from them are not meant for us to just take and like adopt 100%. It's seeing the learnings of where they, you know, where the things that they have to teach us, but extracting the wisdom, assimilating it, and then making it our own and applying it in our own way. And if you haven't listened to that episode, you should definitely go back and listen to it because it was a really, really great episode. And why I'm sharing it in relation to what I'm about, the concept I'm about to share with you is because when we fall into the trap of seeking answers from outside of us and not bringing that information in and seeing how it aligns with our own personal vision, our own personal values and experience, things get a little bit chaotic and chaos starts to ensue or entropy starts to con- to ensue which really creates discontent it creates disconnection and in the end it takes us further and further away from who we desire to be the places that we want to go and how that connects to the concept I'm about to share with you i was recently reading a book by ed catmule he is the co-founder of Pixar. And the book is called Creativity Inc. 
And as you may know, Pixar is an animation studio that is essentially regarded as the most creative outfit of all time. They have created some of the most claimed and awarded animation movies of all times, Toy Story, Finding Nemo, Monsters, Inc., The Incredibles. And as you can imagine, creating some of the most widely acclaimed animation movies and the characters and storylines and just all of it doesn't just happen by chance. Mastery and creativity doesn't happen by chance. So inside the book, Ed discusses some of the deliberate systems and processes that were put in place to ensure that they were putting out the highest quality and consistency across all of these movies that they have put out over time. And one of the systems that they put into place is called a brain trust. And I think that this is the most beautiful concept that we can all start to apply as individuals in our own personal and professional development. So a brain trust is essentially a group of individuals who meets at a regular cadence, maybe like every few months or so to discuss the process of the movies that were in play. At least this is how it was applied inside of the book or inside of Pixar. So the group met and it included the director of the movie and then a collection of other individuals that were not necessarily directly involved in the film, but had a vested interest in its success. So inside of Pixar, the concept started to take hold or originated with the production of Toy Story. And it's after the Toy Story became such an award-winning movie, they decided that it was such an amazing thing that they were, and it created such excellent output for them, that they were going to make it like a, a formal process, a formal thing inside of all of the things that they created. What they found, or what Ed found, and he explains inside of the book, is that The decision-making became better when they drew on the collective knowledge that was like from this, I guess, unbiased or unvarnished opinions of the entire group. And they began to rely on this group to push towards excellence and weed out anything that was mediocre. So just really clear it all out. Inside of this group, what happened was it became this conduit or this delivery system for very clear, straight talk. Like someone calling out wasn't what what wasn't working, what wasn't in alignment with excellence. And where the power of the group really came from was that there were so many different perspectives and less lenses with which the group saw things. There was a lot of questioning and pressure testing that came with this diverse group, which really started to increase and improve the quality of the final pro- product. And as I was reading this book, I started thinking like, wow, this is really applicable to how we can grow in our own personal pursuits, and whether that's professionally or it's personally. So at every phase or in every season of our growth, we're faced with challenges and big decisions, forks in the road, pivotal moments. And we oftentimes, I think nowadays especially, have turned to mentorship or 
coaching to navigate this kind of uncharted waters that we are encountering. And I believe that mentorship and coaching has its place for sure. I'd be crazy not to say that given that's what I do for a living. But I also think that there is another layer that we need to add in. And that's this idea of a brain trust. And perhaps your mentors or coaches get to be a part of this this brain trust, right? But I think that if we just are relying on one viewpoint, one perspective, then we're really doing ourselves a disservice because that one person may not have the experience. They not may not have the full commitment to the end result or the depth of quality in the relationship that we need to really get us where we want to go. So when we bring together a diverse group of people that are all invested in our our growth, committed to helping us achieve our excellence, it's bound to create this sort of hive mind, higher quality situation, helping you weed out the mediocrity in your life, like just maybe playing it safe or small, or only seeing your options from one lens which creates a limited perspective. And this is where that pedestaling comes in. I think that when we put that much into one individual's perspective, outsourcing our power as if that one person has all of the answers to support us, to help us. And in the end, really, you're the only one. And what, when you bring together a diverse group, what you end up getting is a more open, focused perspective. And what building a brain trust can do is really help you improve the quality of your own personal and professional decisions. So my key takeaways from this book on how you might end up building your own brain trust and what I'm working on actually forming and creating my own is this, is seeking out a group of individuals, maybe like five to 10, with a few key features that you might be looking for unbiased would be the first. So this is making sure that they're probably not your family. You want to bring in people with diverse experiences and perspectives. And you want these people to be willing to really provide real, raw, honest feedback. And inside of that, that they truly are interested in your success. These people really want to see you win. And as I started to really think about this concept and who I would want inside of my my brain trust, I started thinking about sort of archetype types of personalities rather than like specific individuals. Looking for people maybe at a, a level that is way higher than I am in my career and my business and in my life. So thinking senior executive level, CEO sort of level of larger, bigger companies, maybe someone in a, in a relationship context that is, you know, much older has achieved certain things within their relationships that I have not even touched yet. So thinking senior rankings, inspirational people, people with leadership principles, relationship skills, people management skills that I don't haven't refined yet. Someone who is an archetype that is really like an intellectual sparring partner, someone that's really going to ask those deep thought-provoking 
questions that's really going to help pressure test your thinking. And someone who really doesn't think the way that you are, like the way that you do at all. So someone who's like a complete, maybe outlier or contrarian. And I think someone else that you would want inside of that, an archetype, would be someone who's a connector, like a super connector who has really deep relationships and not just singularly deep, but like actually has basically spent their life fostering and creating deep connections and a a very deep, strong network. And then peers, people that are actually on your same level, but maybe not in your specific arena. So your age, your level, but in different kind of careers, different contexts. And as you're thinking of this idea of building a brain trust, I want you to know it's not something you're just going to like lump together quickly. It's just going to be an evolution that happens through building deeper relationships. And that begins with, you know, getting to know people. So it starts at a surface level and then progressively becomes deeper and deeper. I would say over time, this is going to be something that you consistently audit, add, subtract, that sort of thing. And this is more of a concept. So it's not necessarily that you're calling a formal meeting of all of these people. They don't need to know each other. You don't need to necessarily bring them together, but think of them as like, maybe like your own personal board of directors that you seek out. I mean, of course, they could potentially know each other, but it's not a requirement. As I thought, I wanted to share this with you. I felt really inspired by this concept and this idea as I was reading the book. And now I'm I'm on a mission to curate and create my personal brain trust. So I'd actually love to hear from you how this landed for you what your thoughts are on this concept. Something else that I'm really working on right now is intentionally reclaiming my attention and focus. I at the at the top of 2023, I was really on this great trajectory of doing this and I got off track and I've just really noticed that my attention was really fragmented. It's impacting just my own personal happiness, my joy, my success, my productivity, my output. And so I've been on a mission getting back to that idea of doing less, being more. And part of that really is highly focused and intentional with my attention so that I have the space to tap into that those creative processes, so that I have the time to like make connections and ideas and re, I don't know, rejuvenate my soul, my body, my mind, all of it, and have a high output of production, whether that's in podcasts or in things that serve and impact you. So just sharing a little bit of what has been on my heart and on my mind lately. Thank you so much for being here, for sharing your time, your attention with me. It is, it's such a true gift. I appreciate you. And with that in mind, I actually just recently created a brand new breathwork that I dropped inside of the Cultivate Portal for reclaiming your attention and your focus Our mind is our most powerful asset and inside of Cultivate, you'll start to learn to use it to your 
advantage. Cultivate is a digital breathwork membership for self-expansion, community, and transformation from the inside out. A space for you to calm your nervous system, reveal subconscious blocks, and move through them. There's a link down in the show notes. You can dive in your first seven days for free. I can't wait to see you and I'll catch you on the next episode. But before you leave, also be sure to hit the five stars and leave a written review. It helps get this podcast in the ears of those that really need it. All the love and the gratitude. I appreciate you. We'll catch you on the next episode. Like a fire needs oxygen and fuel. You're not meant to reach your goals alone. Your missing part could be as simple as finding the right community. And if it's not my community, there's definitely the right one out there for you. If you're looking for a place to start, check out the link in the show notes and let this community help you breathe in fresh oxygen.